I used to do lots of things. We should probably do something for our 75th episode. Is that this one or the next one? Next one. You're not going to be on the next one. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, then you can we do are, something yeah, special. We, we are doing something. You're not going to be there, so I'm celebrating. <laughs> uh, do, do, you, do you know what you're going to talk about? Uh, not exactly yet. Uh, hmm. And I, I wish I had talked before we recorded because I don't want to say who, who might come on, but someone who's been on before might come on just uh, and, and we might talk. Um, maybe something a little more political while you're not on because yeah. you don't always love the political stuff. Politics but we'll see. Yeah. They're, well, they're gay. That's true. <laughs> but it doesn't mean we don't, I don't like to talk about them. Um, not that but, there's anything wrong with being gay. There's anything gay wrong person. with that. Uh, I know my father's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld. It's really funny. Do you, um, have, nothing wrong with it. Do you have sex right now? I'll have sex with you right now. I, I like uh, uh, when, that without uh, any context. I, I like when they're when when the the interviewer is at Jerry's place and she, she's under the that's, impression that they're gay. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's the scene. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and and then and then and then George is like, um, she's like, oh, so do your parents know? And he goes, and then George goes, my parents, they don't know what I'm up to. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> they don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you see the way he talks to me. <laughs> You usually hear the way my boyfriend talks to me, and then they're like, "Oh no, that's funny." Um, that would be so like on like problematic though, yeah. like legit problematic, not like retrospect problematic. Yeah. To out someone is yeah. fucking bullshit. Yeah, like yeah. that. Like, and she goes and does that yeah. wrongfully because Jerry's yeah. not gay and George is not gay, but she like that is so fucked up. In yeah. the, uh, and the fact that George's parents don't know, he told her they, they don't know what he's up to. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, no, she knows what she's doing. And that's yeah. just like, it's like journalists are sick. Yeah. They should yeah. all be lined up and given a talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you were to line up like 70 journalists in front of me, I don't like them. Yeah. If, if we, if we, if we tied them to a, a rock and dropped them in a lake, I would hire a scuba team to go after them soon thereafter. We give them a good scare. Oh man. But uh, um, anyway, how, 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 do we, how do we get on that? Well, this is what it's just like, like you don't want to wish uh, somebody to like die or experience like, no, you know, something serious, but like, but experience some, some massive inconvenience. Like I hope you yes. get sued and then you, you hire a really bad lawyer or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> and then you have to go through, and then you have to go through that whole procedure of like filing for ineffective assistance of counsel. And that's mm -hmm. a whole thing. And they have to spend mm -hmm. more money. Yeah. I wish, I wish, I wish like more like medium inconveniences on people all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. a cancer. That's yeah. my sign. That's what we do. We hold grudges. No, oh, no. So, um, so Look you out. were in Louisiana. I How was, was that? Was it cool? I love it. Yeah. yeah, I was in New Orleans. It's my favorite city. Um, uh, Besides uh, LA. Yeah. yeah, if that makes you feel, if that helps you sleep at night, Joe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it is my favorite city. I love yeah. it. I was supposed to go in 2020. Obviously, that got canceled. I'm mean, my first time being back since I graduated in 2018. So five years um some of it's changed not much that's kind of the, the appeal of at least like the old section of the city 
yeah. the European side, French Quarter, Marigny, Bywater, that kind of, I, I stayed in the French Quarter, which was really fun. So even though I lived there, I stayed in the French Quarter once for like a night or two, just for like a staycation. Mm. Um, but like staying there as a tourist was very fun. It's very convenient. It was not, I forget how smelly of a city it is. <laughs> Even parts of Uptown where I used to live, I'm like, oh, that's right. It's a stinky place. Um, <laughs> but I do love it. It's gorgeous. Oh. It's fun. Uh, no issues. Um, honestly, the most annoying people were like, apparently this is a thing now where they're they're almost always Asian and they, they're, they're dressed like monks kind of. And they come hmm. up to you with bracelets they huh. try but they don't say anything which i appreciate it's very asian of them yeah like they don't really they just like, kind of walk up to you and hold it and if you take it then they ask for money yeah. like but they're not like gypsies who converge on you outside of eiffel tower and try and get you to sign some petition and then ask for money it's not that yeah but it, there's a lot of them yeah um and then the aclu is on like half of the corners in the french quarter mm. and i, I want I, like i bit my tongue i was with my fiance i bit my tongue to tell them i almost give them a good talking to yeah, about yeah. why i used to donate to them i used to be one of their i think what they call guardians yeah. um no more sir yeah not they anymore used yeah. they used to be yeah and and they're they're terrible uh i, I tell them about legal services attorney i've supported you guys before and they're like oh great cool one girl was like i might go to law school i'm like think it over <laughs> <laughs> uh but no, you should if, if you're passionate about it. Um, yeah, yeah. But and on the art side, one of my favorite things to do, you would, I think, really like this. Mm. Uh, so everyone knows Bourbon Street and then Royal Street is parallel to Bourbon Street, just one block down. Uh, and it's like tons of art galleries mm. and studios. Yeah. And because you can drink on the street in New Orleans, it's fun to grab a drink, kind of just mosey from one studio to the other. It's a gorgeous street. It's, yeah. Um, there's the beautiful courthouse. The, the state Supreme court is there. There's lots of studios that you, you can walk in. People are very friendly. It's, it's like a nice day activity to, to do. Um, I did buy some art. Uh, I went to this, he's, he's a folk artist. His name's Dr. Bob. He's very famous there. Uh -huh. Everyone know he's famous for the be nice or leave signs oh, that right. like every restaurant you go in has one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I bought two, I bought a, a, a long, alligator with be nice or leave um and i'm gonna put that over my uh my windows in my tv room and then i got a smaller um it's like a beer bottle with new orleans and the fleur lances like shut up and drink or something and then yeah. but it was very cool i met him he was a little it was ironic he's a little curmudgeon at first but then when i think when he realized that i was actually there to buy something he, he became like a uh, lot more uh, friendly yeah. Uh, but he, he's get he's a little older now, but he he's famous. Like everyone knows Dr. Bob. He has a studio in the Bywater, which is like the the Bywater. I think is still considered like the hipstery neighborhood right. of New Orleans. It used to be the Marigny, um, but that now is pretty much entirely gentrified and and expensive. Yeah. So the Bywater is just downriver, one neighborhood from that. And then there, it's even going up more into St. Rock and Seventh Ward, which are get a little rough there. Nice. <laughs> Get a little yeah. rough, but that's what white pioneers, baby. Yeah. They're through endurance, we conquer. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, and I went to my old neighborhood, went to, you know, just the usual. It was great. Like, yeah. I can't recommend New Orleans enough. I love it. Uh, apparently, it was getting a little um, post-apocalyptic post during COVID. Yeah. But even some of the Uber drivers were like, it's really turned around. And I'm Good. happy to see it because it's my yeah. favorite. It's my favorite city to visit. And, yeah. and I, I almost stayed there. I almost lived there. I yeah. just didn't because, like, friends and family. Right, right. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm sure they were very disappointed that you decided to stay here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Like, oh, we're going to see you twice a year now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, New Orleans is definitely a place I want to go to. And I heard the food's really good there, too. Food is very good. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite dishes there is it's called barbecue shrimp, but it's not at all what you think of like there's nothing to do with a barbecue it's just the name it's just this delicious you get this pile of shrimp mm. big like prawns basically yeah and this the, the sauce is like the the work of a warlock it's like a, this masterful peppery creole delicious brown sauce that yeah. basically get too because you get the shrimp and then you get just loaves of french bread that you dip in the yeah. sauce oh my god i'm in heaven it was i made sure it's the first dinner we had there yeah. my fiance was like are their their eyes on these shrimp? I'm like, yeah, this is like the yeah. European style, heads on everything, yeah. eyes on everything. But yeah. it's it was delicious. I've been to the French Quarter in Disneyland, uh, which is pretty. I didn't know better. that's what that's what she kept saying. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. that they went... much better than the real thing. Actually, no, so. watch it. But <laughs> wait, is it this at Disneyland? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've never been to Disneyland. I've been mm. to Disney World. Oh. I don't know if they have one at Disney World. I, I can't. Yeah. What's your? Do you know any Disney adults? Disney adults? Yeah. Like, well, like, what do you mean? Like people, who, like adults who like to go to Disneyland? Yeah, we're like obsessed with it. Like, you don't know that. Term. Oh yeah, I, I know, I know a couple. Yeah. I would think like living in Southern California, there's like yeah. I know people who literally moved to Orlando to be like had their weddings at Disney World, had like. Yeah like moved and you can live it's like its own this is actually in the news with DeSantis and the legal fights there but like yeah, it's yeah. only kind of self-governing fiefdom wow. in yeah. central florida and like i never got it disney yeah. adults i, I don't I, I like i went to disney growing up maybe four or five years in a row yeah i appreciate my parents did that for me yeah uh, i just like hang i like like being able to hang out with my cousins in the condo right uh, that my grandparents had and stuff but like and catching the lizards because uh, there aren't lizards just running around up here in New Jersey. So I thought that was fun. Yeah. But uh, I mean, with my kids, I, I've already said my like my to be wife, we're going to be like once we're going to do it once we're going to do it big when they're yeah. like nine and seven, maybe 11 and nine yeah, or whenever we have them. And that's it. I'm not yeah. doing Disney every year. I can't yeah, yeah. can't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really like Disneyland, but it's gotten worse. It's just getting way, way more crowded and way more expensive. So, and I've heard Disneyland is a shithole. I don't know. Uh, I, haven't been, I haven't been in like five years, I think. Mm. Um, I mean, I had a great time, but even then, like I was noticing that it's just, it's just getting way more packed and it, it's getting less and less worth it to go. So I don't know. Like, yeah. Maybe if I win the lottery or something, it's like maybe I'll go and get the expensive thousand dollar an hour pass. But, yeah, I mean, some I, of the rides are fun. It's not, I yeah, think, it's yeah. something you should do in your life. But they're yeah, yeah. Disney adults, like, they it's their whole personality, it's yeah, everything, yeah. it's every vacation they take. Yeah. If they don't move there, like, I know Disney adults in, like, I met them here where I yeah. live now. Yeah, I, it's, I don't, I mean, I guess, teach their own. What I always say is it's good that people have different interests because if we all have the sure. same interests, every all those things would be so expensive. Yeah, and they, they'd, all, they'd all be packed if we all want to live in the same neighborhoods and eat at the same restaurants. and you know go the same forms of entertainment but not me man 
It's um, it can be weird, man. Like I, I, I was friends with one dude, and like we, we weren't even super close, but like we, we both liked comic books, and so we would go to comic book conventions together once in a while. And, and, like well, yeah. like smaller ones. We'd never been to like Comic Con, like like in, in in SoCal, but like you know, yeah. in, in the Bay Area, we we we'd gone to a couple, and that was kind of like the only thing that we ever really kind of bonded over. Everything else, we just really, we didn't really hang out that much. But we, yeah. were, he never seemed like a sissy dude, but he yeah. um. He, he told me once, he's like, oh, yeah, me and my girlfriend, like, we, we like to collect uh, uh, Disney princess dolls. Fucking weird, man. And I was, I was just like, dude, don't ever say that to another person ever again. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't, I'm, whatever you guys are into, but don't, don't tell anybody else that, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that, that's, that's kind of, it's kind of fucking weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I but, guess, I guess, I guess the argument could be people who like go to Comic Con stuff. I mean, yeah. I think there's, I don't think it's exact equivalent, but like Marvel adults, I yeah, guess yeah. people are obsessed with Marvel movies. Yeah. Doing so like going to a conference, I think it's different than going to like Disney world or Disneyland right, once right. or twice a year or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, teach their own. Yeah. But they're but, uh, oh, <laughs> well, hey, uh, I got a, a cat story. I know how much you like cats. Yeah. Um, so uh, this happened it. last week. I was uh, I was in my room and the windows were open because it was kind of a warm day and so uh, uh, it was around like nine o'clock at night and I hear a girl going Freddie Freddie come here Freddie please come come here Freddie please please come back Freddie so I go outside thinking that you know like maybe somebody had lost their dog but it was her cat and like the cat was in the alley next to my house oh. and she's she's like Freddie please come here oh my god and so she's freaking out and I'm like. Like, I want to help her but at the same time it's a small cat like I don't know I don't I'm not as familiar with how to like wrangle cats. Um, and Wait, then, how so, do you know the cats in the alley. Because I can see it through through. Oh, oh, you could see it okay. through the fence, yeah. Oh. Um, and so like I'm just there, like, well, I'll, I'll wait here in, in case the cat comes my way. Then maybe I can help, you know, corral the cat towards her. And then and then the, the cat ends up in my front yard. And so I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I live here. Maybe I can help push the cat towards you. And so I, I tried to, but then the cat kind of took off in the opposite direction. And then, but he was still in my front yard. So she's freaking out. She's like, "Oh my! Do you have like any tuna or any food they can give him?" I was like, "Uh, let me see what I can get. I can uh, what I have." So I ran to my room and I had like um like wet dog food, like it's like in a smaller yeah. pack, individual package. So yeah. I go, I run, I dash to my room and I come back and I take the, the lid off the thing. I was like, "Well, I have some some of this. Maybe this will work." So so I put it on the ground and the cat's slowly making its way towards me. Yeah. And she's like, "And she's okay. Can you try to keep the cat here?" Um. And I'm gonna run across the street and I'm gonna get the the, the carry. I'll be right back. And I was like, "Okay, yeah." And so like. The cat's slowly coming up to me and it's pecking at the food, but I would move the food every few seconds because I didn't want the cat to like eat and then just yeah. take off. So I'm just trying to like do whatever I can yeah. to keep it there. Yeah. And so I'm slowly trying, the cat's kind of warming up to me. And so finally I managed to, to grab the cat and I'm doing the best I can, like, like hold it <laughs> firmly, but gently because it's kind yeah. of small. Right. But the cat was friendly. So it wasn't like freaking out. It wasn't scratching, but I'm like in an awkward position, kind of hunched over. Like I'm going to hike the football. And yeah. so I'm just kind of hunched there <laughs> for several minutes <laughs> and like and then so finally she comes back and she goes hey are you still there and i was like yeah I, I i have your cat and i thought she was gonna be like oh my god thank you so much but she's like hey you're not gonna believe this my cat's at home <laughs> <laughs> what i was like well then whose cat is this and she goes you're not gonna believe he looks exactly like my cat and i was like oh so this is just some alley cat then corralled <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> um, and then she, she she told me she she showed me a picture and like the cat looks almost identical to this one. Wow. So what happened was she 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 had just uh, arrived home in her car and uh -huh. she saw a gray cat dash out of her driveway. So she thought that her cat had gotten out. 
So then she's chasing across the street. So that's where she got mixed up. So her cat never left the house. Yeah, her her cat was totally safe. You're all just chasing her random cat. (laughs) This guy's like, fucking leave me alone. (laughs) Just an alley cat. But I was just like, well, then I, 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 I had, like, I, I spent all this time like trying to like you know warm up to like you get the cat to like you know trust <laughs> me and then I grabbed it. I was like well then with you now? <laughs> no well she, she even said she's like hey maybe this is the universe is telling you that you know you should have a cat and I was like uh, oh, no, my dog dictates. <laughs> well, I do um, love so to answer your question I don't know, wrangle cats the answer is very it's very difficult. Yeah, I know. Very <laughs> difficult. I have to trick my cats all the time. Yeah, to uh, do like simple things and they know like they know when you're up to something they're like oh, yeah shit, he's up to something yeah exactly yeah. Like, when i thought it was a dog i was like okay well i have more experience with dogs i'm i'm not fearful around dogs, dogs or so just I... get cheese and you'll yeah. you'll, you'll get the dog exactly yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh. that's very funny this <laughs> <laughs> cat yeah. is this it's a really it's a really funny pic, picture on the internet that's like a picture of a cat in a window and it's like that's my cat that's not my house <laughs> 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 but uh yeah so that was uh that was my adventure That's good well, i'm yeah. glad uh what it was a great cat yeah yeah nice yeah you just leave i mean if you start leave food out you're gonna have stray cats and that can be a problem too but yeah yeah the cats are also the best so <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> but uh speaking of cats egypt um oh, nice Cleopatra. They yeah, do. yeah they did like cats <laughs> yeah um, I saw somebody tweet this a long time ago. It was like, uh, cats were once uh, worshipped as gods by Egyptians, and cats have never forgotten this. Yeah. Yes, it's true. They used to be worshipped as gods, and they've not forgotten this. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so time to get into some time to stupid do this, boat crap. Do this, do this sucker. Uh, so this one is... Uh, you sent this to me. I'd seen this bubbling on Twitter. I was going to be like, Ugh, I don't care. Yeah, uh, it's the usual crit BS of just swapping someone's race. I bet you can guess which way. It's not, yeah. you know, making someone of color lack that color. Um, it's uh, it's Black Cleopatra. And look, there's and this is actually an article. It's not very long at all. Um, so I, I would like to read it or at least most of it. Yeah. Um, it's not that you can't make black Cleopatra. That, that's like not what we would think. And there's right. a way to go about doing that. Like mm-hmm. that. I, I really don't think it's a big deal. It's more of the director. I think putting her foot in her mouth over and over again yes. and the stupid logic and reasoning behind it. Right. Um, if, if she had just come out and said, we like, it's artistic. We want to make Cleopatra black. It's not historically accurate or we don't know. Even that, I think it's a little hairy. Because, well, and I'm going to get into this more. Yeah, yeah. I was rage tweeting this before. And I was like, why am I tweeting this? Just watch the episode. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I was surprised with my visceral reaction to this. And like I said, if it was just, oh, Cleopatra's black. All right, what else is new? Like they're taking another figure, making them black. But it's it's the director's reasoning. So do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? I, I yeah, yeah, go for it. So, so just real quick. So the director of this miniseries that's being produced by Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, the director, she wrote this this article for Variety. So this is this is her, her, yeah, her words. Variety. So last summer, I was living in Venice Beach and had decided, due to a friend's persistence, to, to visit. I know this paragraph doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Anyway, le- less than a month later, she had basically seen a, a, a psychic and something about Cleopatra. Uh, I got a call from a production company making Jada Pinkett Smith's African Queens. and was subsequently hired to direct four episodes of a drama documentary on the life of the controversial leader. The joke was on me. 
Uh, I remember as a kid seeing Elizabeth Taylor play Cleopatra. I was captivated, but even then I felt the image was not right. Was her skin really that white? With this new production, could I find the answers about Cleopatra's heritage and release her from the stranglehold that Hollywood had placed on her image? Um, so she continues, born in Iran, I'm Persian, and Cleopatra's heritage has been attributed at one time or another to the Greeks, the Macedonians, and the Persians. The known facts are the Macedonian are that her Macedonian Greek family, the Ptolemaic lineage, intermarried with West Asians Seleucid dynasty and had been in Egypt for 300 years. Cleopatra was eight gener generations away from these Ptolemaic ancestors, making the chance of her being white somewhat unlikely. After 300 years, surely we can safely say Cleopatra was Egyptian. She was no more Greek or Macedonian than Rita Wilson or Jennifer Aniston. Both are one generation from Greece. Um, so any comments on that? Um, not really. Um, I mean, like all I kind of got with this is like, okay, like it's her, you know, Cleopatra's true heritage is comp complicated. It's complicated, but do you know what it's not? Definitely. Or oh, at least African? from this. <laughs> yes. Any sort of like, like Africa. And, and no, there is something to distinguish here. Africa is a continent. It, and so are Egyptians African as a Yes, they are. So are Moroccans. So are Mozambicans. So are Nigerians. But this is not about geographic specificity. This is about skin color. That's what this whole, uh, this whole, not scandal, but this whole up uh, hubbub is about is skin yep. color. Um, and she's very, uh, I think, disingenuous with her, um, with her position here that we're going to get into. But she even says here, Macedonian Greek, Persian, uh, or, or I mean, she said Macedonians were Greek, so I don't really know why she's separating the two. Maybe with Greek, she means more of like the Athenian Greeks, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but like, although she's saying, and she does this thing here, this is very, this is crit logic where it's, well, we, well, she's not as white as um, uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. So she could have been black. Like, no, like that's <laughs> such a leap that she was probably like, looked like a Greek or an Iranian or a Spaniard or an, a Southern Italian. Which, and right. all of those people have like looked differently. If you look at Arabs, I've seen there are Arabs with, with red hair and blue eyes because the vandals came through there from the German. So like, again, it's it, it, she she acknowledges here what we don't know exactly what Cleopatra was, but nowhere does anyone say, or at least any respectable person say, uh, historians say that she was black, black African, or what they call sub Saharan African. Right. So, doing the research, I realized what a political act it would be to see Cleopatra portrayed by a black actress right there. Political act <sighs> for me, the idea that people had gotten it so incredibly wrong before. Historically, from Theda Barra to Monica Bellucci, and recently with Angelina Jolie and Gal Gadot in the running to play her, man, we had to get it even more right. Gal Gadot, she's Israeli. Yeah. Like yeah. she's, and, and, and what's, I don't know what Angelina Jolie is. I mean, she's white. Yeah. Her father's John Voight. Uh, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Who's her mother? Someone Jolie. I, I don't, I don't know um, no. what race she is. But I mean, I would think if I was a gambling man, I would say that. Cleopatra's skin color, because that's what we're talking about here, was probably similar, more similar to like a Gal Gadot than yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Taylor or uh, Adele. Uh, I'll find the actress who who they did hire to play her. But um, 
So the hunt was on to find the right performer to bring Cleopatra into the 21st century. Again, l- like listen to that sentence. It is so politically charged to yeah. bring Cleopatra in the 21st century. In fact, I actually love that sentence because that is like, it's showing that historical accuracy has been jettisoned at the beginning of the 21st century, or really right. the beginning of this decade, the second decade of the 21st century, third decade of the 20 of the 21st century. And like, it's just about politics. It's just right. about social justice. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's, I, I'm sure that there are plenty of creative reasons for casting a black actress to play Cleopatra. And, and I, I'd be, I'd be totally open to them where it's like, okay, like that, that's interesting. I would not, I, I don't know if I would have done that, but I'll give it a shot. Maybe there's, there's some um, validity yeah. to that. Or if it was like, you know, we tested 300 actresses and this, the best one happened to be black. We don't care about skin color. We care about how well she, she, you know, she, she, she conveyed the emotions of the character. It's like, okay, I'll give her a chance. If you we test think, that many actors, yeah. but it's like, um, but no, it's, it's, it, it, the, the, she st- says straight up. Um, and she kind of contradicts herself because she says, we want to get the his, the historical part, you know, incredibly right. But at the same time, we're going to update it for the 21st century. So it's like, right. fucking, which is it is, are you sticking to history or are you updating it? Like, no, it, it's it's all it is is like she says in the same paragraph a political act, and to bring the right performer into the 21st century. So it's like, it's and I think what they don't touch on here, which just shows, I mean, the lack of historical uh, knowledge is it smacked me like you would think that the director of this mini series or whatever it is would have some historical knowledge. But this again gets back to the same concept we talk about time and time again of like. There are good stories out there for people from all different cultures. There were black pharaohs. They yes. were Sudanese. There are pyramids in Sudan. The the lower, or I guess that'd be the upper part of the Nile. I think lower is actually at the Mediterranean. I think that's how they measure the Nile. So, mm. but, but but let's say upper Nile goes more south. Like there were, I believe there were pharaohs, if not like really important people who lived on the Nile who had black skin make a story about them yeah. find like queen of Sheba. She was like a, a famous black queen. Um, I don't know if they did some, cause they said African Queens. I don't know if they have one on her. Like she, uh, was she in the Bible or she was like very famous, mm. um, which I'm sure she's been done before, but like, again, they want to have their cake and eat it too with every single one of these, instead yeah. of creating a new Disney princess who's black or Asian or Latino or whatever, they just ch- change the gradient on little mermaid on Ariel. Yeah. Yeah. Or instead of finding a cool uh, new pharaoh who was black, which I do believe existed, don't quote me on that, they just take one that definitely was not black and just make her black. And it's just really, it's offensive to everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's really dumb. And what I love here, we're going to get into, we have a hashtag intersectional pretzel yeah. because uh, we've got the Egyptians who, you know, at least 70 to 80% of them, uh, at least nominally, are. Muslims of color um, who are not happy about 20, I think between 10 and 20% of Egyptians are actually Christian. Mm. Um, but uh, so, so let's continue yeah. uh, with the, with the piece here. So why shouldn't Cleopatra be a melanated sister sidebar? She is like, like, we, like she probably was actually very tan. Yeah. And, and why do some people need Cleopatra to be white? Her proximity to whiteness seems to give her value. And for some Egyptians, it seems to really matter. After much hang, hang ringing, I think it's supposed to be hand ringing yeah, yeah. and countless auditions. We found in Adele James, an actor who could convey not only Cleopatra's beauty, but also her strength. 
What the historians can confirm is that it is more likely that Cleopatra looked like Adele than Elizabeth Taylor ever did. I, I don't think so. <laughs> and yeah. and I don't know if they actually cite anyone who says that. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. But no, like I, I would actually say that she looked more, if you had to pick Elizabeth Taylor or Adele Smith, Adele. James, James. Uh, Adele James, I actually would think she looked more like Elizabeth Taylor considering Cleopatra was a fucking queen who probably didn't go out in the sun very much. And yeah. it was a sign of power to have lighter skinks. And then you didn't do manual labor. Right. So, right. so I would actually think she looked more like, probably neither, but more like Elizabeth Taylor. Right. Right. Um, as production got nearer, I realized the magnitude and political nature of this job. It was important to get things right. Apparently not, but also <laughs> to find a way of telling the story with humanism and nuance. The last thing we needed was another Cleopatra divorced from her womanhood and her power, only sexualized. The HBO series Rome portrayed one of the most intelligent, sophisticated, powerful women in the world as a sleazy, dissipated drug addict, yet Egypt didn't seem to mind. Where was the outrage then? But per but portraying her as black? Well, <laughs> that's literally how the paragraph ends. Yeah. Um, yeah. So about that, I did you ever watch Rome? No, I didn't. I think I started it. I would like to. I heard it was a show that was so... It was like really good, but so expensive to make mm. that they just had to cancel it because oh. <laughs> they were trying to be so accurate. Right. Um, like one thing that was cool about Rome, I, I like I, I remember watching a YouTube video about Rome, mm. the show. And one thing like when we think of uh, antiquity, like Rome and Greece, I think we believe everything was whitewashed. I don't mean that politically. I mean, like literally, because that's what the ruins look like. Yeah. But no, like it was actually full of color and graffiti mm. and um because we see the statues all white and the columns are white and everything's white that's because everything's peeled off yeah but uh and the, and rome showed that really well it showed it like no they're like there's graffiti of like dicks on the sides of buildings and stuff nice. like you don't think yeah, <laughs> yeah like, 69 them. <laughs> actually <laughs> like like yeah these were perverted people they were italians and greeks like they're the most perverse people on the planet so yeah. like they they uh <laughs> of course yeah. they, they uh you know like i thought that was very cool about rome it's a show that I would definitely go back and watch. Yeah. I think I started it, but I, I never finished it. Uh, okay. So um, also Cleopatra was, I think, very cunning. And I mean, we don't know. This was 2000 years ago about mm. yeah. when she lived. Uh, she did use her sexuality to for power. She had to. She was a woman. Yeah. Like it didn't work out for her. She picked the losing side during uh, the, the wars between Augustus and Mark Ant right? Augustus and Mark Antony. Mm. It was a Caesar. I forget exactly who, but um, like she did use her. I don't know about the drug addict. Maybe um, right. they're all drunks and, and sex addicts, but, oh. uh, but you know, I don't, anyway, I didn't see it. So I can't speak to it. Yeah. Uh, perhaps it's not just, I've directed a series of that portrays Cleopatra as black but that I've asked Egyptians to see themselves as Africans. And they're furious at me for that. I'm okay with this. This paragraph pissed me off so much. I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm right. none of these things. Actually, I am 1.6% Egyptian, according to my 23 me. Oh, um, hey. So, so I take this personally, actually. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm changing <laughs> my tune here. Um, that pisses me off so goddamn much because this equates Africans with blackness, which is just so not true like right. africa is the most diverse arguably the most diverse continent on the planet there are people of all different religions and skin colors 
and cultures and languages. Yep. And, and a lot of that is black and that varies in tone or whatever, but a lot of it is not. And yep. Egyptians are overwhelmingly Arab. Like they like this, it is Africa, but get here. It's where she shows that this is about skin color because she's saying, why are you getting upset? You're African. Like you should embrace this. And, and their response, my response to someone who's part Egyptian <laughs> is yeah. So you shouldn't erase us. Yeah, like yeah. she is our, she's one of the most important people in our history. Like it should be resembling more what we want and what we believe she looked like, which actually wasn't a lot like them either. Cause they're Arabs who are hashtag colonizers, but that part gets, doesn't get addressed here that Arabs are one of the biggest colonizers in human history, but, uh, and slave traders, but, um, uh, like, like they should just reverse this on her. Yeah. Yeah. And that pissed me off. So that's where this went from. Like, it was just a dumb thing to like, no, yeah. this, this person sucks. Yeah. And, and she's adopting that mentality of, of sort of like, like the woke white lady, like it, it, trying to force uh Latinx to be a thing. Yeah. Like, Hey, Latinos, why aren't you using Latinx? It's like, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> I also think there's a little, and, and I, I'm just going to interject this. I think there's a little, um, you know, let's just say the Persians and the Arabs don't always get along. Right. And I think she might be jabbing them a little. Yeah, yeah it's like because this even though cleopatra was if anything persian or part partly persian right um she was not arab but this arab dominated country reveres her and to change her to and, and i'm gonna be honest some of the most racist people i've dealt with mm. are arabs like like arabs can be extremely racist right. just like everyone can be extremely racist yeah and people forget that you know a lot of Minorities also are super like some. I'm not even kidding. Some of the most racist people I've ever met are like staunch Democrats and not white. And, <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah. it's I, like jaw droppingly racist shit. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, so that's probably why also uh, they're saying it's for cultural and historical actual reasons. Also, like they might be fucking racist uh -huh. um, too. So, all right. Um, I mean, she talks about. She does actually talk about the Arab invasions had not yet happened yet. So that's true. But again, that doesn't mean the people who were there first are black. They they weren't. Like there, there might have been some, the Sudanese, there, there were some, but like Cleopatra was not one of these people. Right. Um, she was not Arab. She was not black African either. So she talks about some random arguments she gets on on Twitter. Um she's actually wrong about this. A guy named Amir in his bedroom in Cairo wrote to me to earnestly appeal that Cleopatra was Greek. Oh, Lord. That's how she wrote it. Uh -huh. Why would that be a good thing for you? Amir, you're Egyptian. Okay, so she doesn't know. Is Amir Arab Egyptian? Probably. Like, statistically, probably. But, like, the cops, C-O-P-T-S, that's actually what my Egyptian ancestry is, my 1.6%, is Coptic, which are the Christians, are, like, greek history like greek lineage like pre-arab invasion the vast mm -hmm. majority of them so like you again she could be erasing him yeah. like it's so and this gets tricky because when you start talking about things like continents and countries that also uh like when countries are also a nationality and also an ethnicity it gets very tricky what is greek there are greeks all over the world there's a huge diaspora of greeks but there's also a country called greece where they are called greeks if you're a greek national like yeah. And you don't have to be Greek ethnicity. Look at the NBA. Uh, Giannis is a Greek national. He has a Greek name. His mom converted them to the Greek Orthodox Church. Mm -hmm. He is from Nigeria. 
He doesn't look like the rest of the Greeks. Is he yeah. Greek? I would argue yes. Some of them would probably say absolutely not. It gets very tricky here. Yeah. Um, but both sides, uh, I say both sides, but especially people like this, like to make things as simple as possible only in the direction they want. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I think that's really it here. I don't. And then she goes, never before has it been more important to have women leaders, white or black. It's like, no, you can't write this article and not this take. <laughs> and then be like, uh, yeah, but they could be white too. It's like, well, you just erased one who is much more white than and black. White is lowercase, but black isn't. Yeah, that, and that's when you know, like, you know, that's, and I don't know, I don't always blame the writer for that. That could be editorial thing. Yeah, yeah, like I know sure. some, a bunch of the, like the New Yorker does that. It kind of drives me nuts. I think it was the um, Associated Press. They right, started that, which is yeah. dumb. Like it's a dumb thing. It doesn't like, it's so contradictory. If you're going to say like, like white, if you're going to make whiteness and blackness, these separate things that even though they are diverse and complicated, um, I don't think black diversity actually gets as much attention as it should because yeah. white people are usually a lot more like I'm Polish, I'm Irish, I'm Italian, I'm Greek, whatever it is. Like there isn't that as much. But I think we're going to see more of that when black people in America, at least and all from an American lens, are getting more diverse in terms of like immigrant. Like there are lots of Nigerians and Ghanaians or Ghanaians and uh, all different types of black people who aren't just like quote unquote African-American. And as we saw in that Stanford, uh, that Stanford basically speech code that we did an episode <laughs> on, ironically, they're saying, stop saying African-American, start saying black, like it's the nineties, um, which is hilarious because yeah, yeah. growing up my gener, our generation, at least I'll speak for myself, my classes, we tripped over ourselves to not say black and to say African-American so yeah. much so that during a class on Africa, when we were learning about Africa as in Africans, that had nothing to do with the, with the new world. Uh, one of my friends, the teacher had to correct one of my friends who was calling them African-Americans. And she's like, when they're there, they're just Africans. Like, <laughs> like, that's like, that's how dumb it can get to play yeah. these language games. But um, so that like that article was so, and that's published like not ironically, like not as in a, this is dumb. Like, no, that that's published sincerely. Which scares yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this is ridiculous, and and, and it does crack me up that that um, Egyptians are, are getting riled up about this, and they've started a petition, and there's a lawsuit now because I guess they have some very particular rules about what type of media is portrayed in that country. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's like. Um, I mean, you know, it's also just further proof that all this woke stuff is more damaging to people of color than, you know, it, it does more to hurt them than to help them in any way. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's lame and gay that they're trying to like censor the movie too. Like, don't yeah, get me yeah. wrong, that, that's, that's stupid. Uh, cause I, I think they're trying to ban the streaming of it, right? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, lame like yeah of come course. On. like just don't watch it but don't keep other people from not watching it i don't think it's gonna like change the hearts and minds and people in egypt start going like oh my god maybe she was black it's like no it's just historically inaccurate it's a right. political i don't even like i'm sorry i don't i'm not even gonna give her credit to say it's an artistic move it's not artistic yeah, it's no. solely it's solely political right and to score points with a certain camp so Adele James, the actress who's playing Cleopatra, she yeah. tweeted um, about the, the controversy. She said, just FYI, this kind of behavior won't be tolerated on my account. 
you will be blocked without hesitation. If you don't like the casting, don't watch the show. I'm like, yeah, okay, we should, you know, if you really want to hurt that show, just follow yeah. her advice. Which is like, yeah, that's actually true. Like, if yeah. you don't like it, don't watch it. That yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, I mean, it's her job. Like, I don't think she's going to come out. Sometimes they do come out and like denounce stuff, but that's yeah. probably after they've already gotten the bag. Yeah. So it's, it's like, oh, stunning and brave for you to shit talk your movie because like portrayed violence or something like after you got paid $12 million or something yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I do love the intersectional pretzel here. Like you pissed off a bunch of brown Muslims. Yeah. Doesn't always go well. Uh, so we'll see. But it's it's the reasoning behind it, I think, is so beyond stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That it it I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And there should be pushback. And I am glad that um and I think it's cool too that like people care. Like it's uh maybe because at least in the West, it seems like not everywhere in the West. I think France actually, you know, I, I love the French overall. Mm-hmm. Um, like they seem very proud of their heritage and culture for the most part. I know they've yeah. had an issue with the Wookiism, but um, like Italy too, it's more of like the the UKs of the world, the kind of like the Protestant world, like the, the Western Protestant world is so negative about everything they've ever done. It's like this masochistic ne- negativity of their own religion. So being proud of it for like the amazing things that the, the white Protestant world has done, like really world changing things. Instead, they have to like shit on all of it, which yeah. other countries like don't do. Like they're know. super proud. And, and I also don't think you should hide from the evils of it that like the white sure. Protestant world has done, of course, but like, so of the Arab world, so of the Chinese, so of the Mongolians, so of the, you know, different tribes in Africa that enslaved each other. And, and Oh, that sidebar real quick, a perfect example of what you should do. is like the, the woman King, mm. like yeah. they took a story. Now they, they sanitized it a little from, uh, what those tri- like they didn't hide from the fact that those African tribes traded in slaves and yeah. African slaves they blamed it all basically on the Portuguese which was not true right. um, uh, they made and even though the British were trying to get it was the British who were trying to get that empire to stop in the slave trade that right. aside they found an original story of a black woman in power yeah. and made a movie about it and it was pretty yeah. good mm. like perfect example yes like do that for the Sudanese pharaohs. Like even if you have, even if we don't have the same kind of info on it, even if like it didn't appeal to as many uh, Western uh, historians because they were black. Like there's stuff out there you can find it, and that gives you more artistic freedom. Yeah, yeah, and, and like yeah. But that requires work to do research and do yeah. So, no, nah, let's just take an existing IP. Yeah, and- <laughs> let's just take an existing. Let's not have an IP. Let's just take an existing historical figure who there's been like a myriad of books and movies made about, and just change her skin color, yeah, and then yeah. say we're like being hashtag brave. Um, real quick, the uh, uh, when you're talking about how like you know every race and every culture has has committed you know bad things. It, the, 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 do you listen to the the Bad Friends podcast with Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino? Uh, no, I've probably seen clips, but yeah, yeah, there, there, there's one there, they're talking, Bobby Lee was, was talking about, you know, he's Korean and he goes, um, you know, Koreans like, yeah, like we have like a, like a Napoleon complex, but we've never really like, we've never really oppressed anybody. And Andrew Santino goes, I don't know. That sounds like bullshit. Can you pull up? Like, it's like, what, what, what do you mean? You've never, cause you know, we've never, we've never had slaves. He goes, I don't know, man. I think everyone's had slaves. And then so like they, they're talking to the producer off, off, off camera. Like, Hey, can you pull up? Did Korea ever enslave anybody <laughs> and it turns out korea had the longest chain 
uh, unbroken chain of slavery is like 1500 years. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what would Bobby Lee say? He's like, no, no, that's not what it says. Hold on, let me make it big. I can't see it. He goes, Korea had the longest chain of unbroken slavery. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, that surprises me. I, I, I mean, did, didn't ever press people. I was like, fucking North Korea. They're pressing their own people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, the Koreans did get fucked a lot yeah. it, throughout history. Like they were, I think on the receiving end of it way more by the Japanese were horrible oh, to yeah. them. And the Mongolians were horrible to them. Yeah, um, yeah. The Chinese. But uh, yeah, everyone has like a dark, because history is dark. The present yeah. is dark. Yeah. Like, uh, I forgot what I was talking. Why was I talking about that before? Oh yeah. Like, like how other countries and, and I, I was talking about the Egyptians and how I appreciate them getting fired up about this. Like yeah. it does matter. Like yeah. historical figures matter. Cultural, cultural identity matters that can change that can expand and that can be given context. But that's like a beautiful part of humanity yeah. is yeah. culture and our figures. And in the UK and the U S and Canada and Australia, it's always like, you find the worst thing possible. You find the letter that Lincoln wrote where he said racist things about the natives. Not that he yeah. freed the fucking slaves. Right, Not that right. he was like our, one of the greatest presidents in American history, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Um, at least most notable. Like, no, he, he he was racist towards the natives when everyone was fucking racist towards the natives. And he wasn't yeah. uniquely cruel or anything like that. He was balancing a lot of different powers. Um, uh, where other countries, like, I think it's cool that the Egyptians, like, Ethnically, she she does not share an ethnicity with the vast majority of them. Religiously, she doesn't share religion with them. Islam didn't exist yet. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they're getting fired up for her is cool. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate one country. Like, like look at the most evil motherfucker who ever lived, arguably, was Genghis Khan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In Mongolia, they have a gigantic a comically large statue of genghis khan in yeah. their in ulaanbaatar's like central square or whatever yeah. it is yeah. or, or somewhere in mongolia they revere him he was the most sick disturbing individual in like recorded human history yeah and we we pull down statues of our founding fathers i know yeah. uh, of like uh, of of people who um who like like they pull down statues of everyone or they try to and and that, that that is something I think there needs to be a shift. Like we should be proud of our history right. while also not hiding from the dark sides of it and giving it context. Um, Joe Rogan, I th I think he was talking about some other podcast uh, uh, about history, and 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 they were they were talking about how he, he was quoting them, and it was the conversation was about like um, how how many centuries it takes. Um, before you know uh, uh we, we, we take someone who who's committed a bunch of atrocities yeah um, but then we can look back and be like well it was actually there were some benefits because even though you know Genghis Khan did a, a ton of horrible things he also opened up a lot of trade routes yeah. uh so sort of like yes. you know he, he, he you know, there there were some important things so so there but they were like uh, Joe Rogan he was he was also kind of like well because I, I like it's still too soon for Hitler, but it's like will, will that ever happen will there <laughs> ever be a statue of Hitler and like and like man's or like yeah like yeah hanover um well, another example is um uh vlad the impaler he's 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 seen as like a local hero in, in romania he's and and i don't know yeah. too much about the history but it's sort of like well he did defend his country and yeah you know, he was he was like, a huge stalwart a huge bulwark of christianity against the invading ottomans yeah. who were also like evil motherfuckers 
Yeah. Like there's this great writer. His name is, um, it's a Roger Crowley. Uh, I, I read a book about basically the battles between the Christian empires of Europe and the Ottomans. Really, if you are at all interested in historical, um, not historical fiction, really, I, I, I don't, I guess it's like historical nonfiction, right? Mm-hmm. But like not, it's not dry. Like it's mm-hmm. very interesting. Right. The Siege of Malta, the Battle of Lepanto, the uh, the Battle of Rhodes. Like it is so cool. But like they were all enslaving each other. Yeah. The the uh, Barbary Coast, which was Ottoman, and that was like Algeria, Libya, like Europe. People don't realize like European cities on the coast sometimes were ghost towns because they were so terrified of the bur- the Barbers, the Barbary pirates, who would come and enslave them. Mm. Who there were white slaves all being dragged across the Mediterranean yeah. from the Muslims in the middle. Actually, local history right here, the town right fucking next to me. It's mm-hmm. called Summers Point. It is a cool little. It, it's like a. It's a the bridge. It's it's like a local town. Lots of great bars. This little town that has the bridge that leads into Ocean City, which is like a very. It's where my parents live. It's very touristy, beautiful beach town, family oriented. And there's this big mural in Summers Point that has the Mediterranean and the Barbary Coast, and it's named after a a admiral. I think an admiral or a captain from named Summers. Last name was Summers. S O M E R S. And he went and he fucking fought the Barbary pirates mm. over in the Mediterranean. Yeah. And there's a big war. Actually, people are the first treaty between the United States and a another country, another nation. Do you know what it is? Uh, no. Guess. Um, uh, uh, oh, um, Bermuda. Nope, not Bermuda. Morocco. Oh, Morocco. Oh. The, the first country to recognize the United States in an international treaty is Morocco, not France, huh. not Spain, not the Netherlands, not Sweden, Morocco, yeah. because yeah. we made a treaty with them to help stop fuck like fight these fucking pirates. They're coming yeah. from like your lands. And it was like yeah. the king. It was, it was really cool. It's a treaty with like George Washington and King Muhammad, whatever. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, very, uh, you know, I always try and shoehorn New Jersey history wherever <laughs> I can. <laughs> if, if there's, um, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of history, but if there's one place that uh, whose history I would try to avoid reading or learning about, it'd probably be New Jersey's. I think that's <laughs> New, New um, Jersey, New Jersey rules. Uh, not, not according to, to the world, but yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> Stay out. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want you here. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, hey, calm down there, Trump. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Trump has a golf golf course here. Oh, and, cool. and he had the Taj Mahal, which went out of business. Oh, it was really cool. The Taj Mahal was sweet. It was, yeah. I don't know how he, it was a money pit, but it was very cool. It was fucking Trump, dude. It was the, yeah, yeah. It was the Taj, it was actually for pledging uh, in college. I went to school in Southeast Pennsylvania and we had to drive to AC and do a bunch of dumb shit. And one of them was one of my friends. He's like a bigger, huskier guy. He had to do the, um, I think, SNL skit of I want Holyfield. I want Holyfield. Mm. You know that one? I th- was it Chris Farley? Uh, that sounds familiar. Play- and he was playing Schwarzkopf, right? Uh, Something like mm. that. Maybe it wasn't yeah. Farley, but he did it like on the boardwalk in front of the Trump Taj Mahal. Uh. And people are just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh, nice, man. Yeah, I'll never go to New Jersey. But uh, um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you're getting married in New Jersey, right? Uh, Yes, 
Uh, I might stop by. Well, right. <laughs> if we if you let you if we let you in, we don't we don't take too kindly to Californians <laughs> bringing your also liberal politics over here. <laughs> what, what one more script? There's a um, Theo Vaughn and Bobby Lee. They were on mm-hmm. they were on a podcast together, and they, uh, they're doing a role play thing. Mm-hmm. Where where Bobby Lee was pretending to be like an Asian slave to like a Southerner, like I, I don't know what the, the history behind yeah. that, but um, but but Bobby Lee's like, yeah, but you know, I, I can see you being like one of like a really good slave owner, like you're the kind of guy to, like who's who's who, who, who'll try like like you know who go out in the middle of the night and like free the slaves once in a while. And he goes, but yeah, so so pretend I'm a slave, and then you're like a Southern plantation owner, and you're you're uh-huh. trying to comfort me. Right? <laughs> so so he's like, so Bobby Lee's like, oh hey, you know, I think I think something bad's gonna happen. I think they're gonna hang me tomorrow. And then and then Theo Vaughn's like, oh, I don't know about that, little buddy. You know, I, I just say, you know, don't worry about it, man. He says, well, can can you give me some words of comfort? He goes, yeah, yeah. So I know how it says in the Bible and all these books that only white people go to heaven. But I just want you to know that that God accepts everybody into heaven. And then Bobby Lee goes, really? So like. So, like I, I can go to the white sections of heaven and then Theo Vaughn goes, eh, you can stop by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Theo, oh. Theo Vaughn's funny. It's yeah. uh he does he, it's funny because he's from like Cajun country, yeah, Louisiana, yeah. right? Yeah. And he rips on Mississippi a lot. It's like that, <laughs> what's it? The uh what's that Freudian term? The um oh fuck. The something of small differences. Uh bigotry of small something like that like Mm. like like growing up it would be like my town was like a upper middle class to wealthy town so like of Mm. course we hated all the other ones like that even though like you guys are all the fucking same like yeah yeah yeah, i forget what it is there's something of small differences i literally just read this in an article today Uh, i'm annoyed that i can't like i've heard the term before but i read the term again right freud like I know a lot of Mexicans and Puerto Ricans, like they they have it out for each other, but it's just sort of like yeah, oh narcissism, of small differences. That's it. Yeah, uh, I, I and that's that came up a lot during 2020, where it was like you're all Latinx. It's like no, <laughs> none of us like each other. <laughs> yeah. We don't like like the the Hondurans hate the Nicaraguans who hate yeah. the Salvadorans. Oh, they all everyone hates the Salvadorans. Yeah, and yeah. like the Cubans hate the Puerto Ricans and. Uh. They all kind of hate the Haitians and the racial. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah. So what's next on the woke watch? Um, oh, the Peter Pan and Wendy. This one, this one almost, it feels fake. This yeah. feels like a bump. This feels like a Babylon B article. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to read this one? I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'll t- my I'll voice is a little tired. Yeah. That's what happens when you do history. Um, yeah, so there's a there's a new live action Peter Pan movie coming to Disney Plus. Oh wait, no, I thought you were talking about the Lost Boys. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, but because uh, Peter uh, the Lost Boys are Peter Pan. Oh, this is that Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got confused. I thought this was like the vampires. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, I guess same thing. Same, same. Yeah, idiocy. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, so Peter Pan and Wendy's the name the, the name of the movie, and so notice how they added Wendy to the title. Um, yeah. So this, this is basically a remake of the old uh, animated Disney one from the 50s. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I've got to have female inclusion and everything. Um, so the director, he, he's talking about how the Lost Boys um, have, he added some women, some some little girls to the Lost Boys, which doesn't make any sense. Um, Did anyone ask if those little girls want to hang out with a bunch of prepubescent <laughs> boys? <laughs> yeah, I know. in We'll get into it in the article because it actually undermines the, oh, the boys actual... were like the worst humans 
possible. Yeah. It's like the last demographic. I'm like Louis C.K. when he talks about it's like the opposite of a pedophile. He like hates little boys. Like the yeah. last demographic I want to be around are like young boys. Yeah. Yeah. They're the worst. Um, As a former one, I can say that. <laughs> All right. I'm also I also have the devil's playoff game on. Gotta represent Jersey. Um, shirt on. Yeah. Um we'll be sure to blur that out. <laughs> <laughs> copyright reasons um so so the director he's he's talking about the the uh the inclusion of these uh of adding you know little girls to the lost boys mm. and he says movies should be for everybody and it doesn't change the movie at all it's the same story everyone grew up with to each their own but it's their loss they're going to miss out on a great movie going experience so I mean, um, no movies yeah. are not for everybody that doesn't make any sense whatsoever yeah yeah um <sighs> And, oh, I mean, they also made uh, Tinkerbell black too. I mean, historically, the, um, you know, that, that, well, that's to be expected. <laughs> yes, obviously, there's not a chance in hell Tinkerbell was going to be a white blonde again. In, yeah, in this. So. so that's to be expected. But yeah, adding girls to the Lost Boys is moronic. Like, are they? They're not changing the name either, right? Uh, I, I I don't think so. They're it like the Lost Kids, or the Lost, the lost Children, the Lost Folks with an X. X. Um, so, so here's something I want to bring up because it, it undermines an, uh, um, uh, a point that was made by J.M. Barry, who, who's the creator of Peter Pan. In mm-hmm. his original novel, The Little White Bird, Peter Pan creator J.M. Barry explicitly states that there are no lost girls because infant girls were simply too smart to fall out of their cribs and wander off. So he's, he's actually like mm-hmm. it's actually like making yeah. an anti-feminist. <laughs> uh, yeah. and he said the director of this movie is taking an anti-feminist stance by including girls in the Lost Boys. Yeah. Therein, Peter himself explains to Wendy that the Lost Boys are the children who fall out of their perambulators when the nurse is looking the other way. If they are not claimed in seven days, they are sent far away to the Neverland to defray uh, expanse, expanses. He says, "I'm captain. I'm not sure what." I thought happened. the Lost Boys were dead. Is that not the mm-hmm. whole thing? No, I don't think so. Oh. Um. But Peter laments in reply, yes, but we are rather lonely. You see, we have no female companionship. So it's like, yeah, like he's, he's like, the, the, the director is, is, is just kind of shitting on, on the source material and just be like, yeah, just diversity inclusion. This ads is like, no, there was actually yeah. a point that the actor and also, was making about that. Peter Pan's actually, besides like Shakespeare, right? And I did tweet, I did tweet something about Shakespeare, how mm. like, ironically, if you put on an authentic, shakespeare play today mm-hmm. as in like how it would have been 16th century yeah. both sides would cancel it yeah. the left would cancel it because it was all white men mm-hmm. pro i mean openly straight yeah. probably a lot of them were gay but yeah. straight white men at least nominally and then the right would cancel it because it was men in drag yeah because yeah. there couldn't be women playing yeah. it so like that's very i think it's very funny yeah. um two peter pan like was one of the first gender swapped roles i can remember but like not gender swap is in they make it a man to a woman but like a woman played peter pan yeah yeah and in fact my fiance played peter pan in, mm. in, in a show like and and i always thought that was like it was kind of like how in hairspray the main character's mom was always in drag like yeah. john travolta did it in the movie yeah. i always got and who famously did Peter Pan in the movie wasn't it? Um, Mary Poppins was it not her? Oh, was or it Sound really? of Sound of Music? Who, yeah, who yeah. That? Uh, something Ju- Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews was it? Yeah. Wasn't Julie Andrews Peter Pan or no? I don't. Oh, I'm you, gonna be you honest. Mean like, 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 like in a theater production at some like point? famously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought so. I, I can look that up. I, I don't know. I and I, that was done 
I, I don't know about the Julie Andrews one, but I know that, Let me see. that, that it, like, it went back to like the 1910s or something when they were doing, when, when Peter Pan was adapted into a play or musical that, that they had a, a woman. It was Julie Peter. Andrews in the 1976 musical. No. Oh. Huh. Well, there you yeah, go. that's the one like I remember. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. The vast majority of my Peter Pan knowledge is Hook. Mm-hmm. Like that was my generate. That was yeah, like, yeah. my age. I mean, that came out in, like the 80s. That's a huge movie. And my brother. 91. Oh, was it 91? Yeah. Okay. My brother was Rufio for Halloween one year. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Problematic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, you can't I, get an Italian to play a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> right i think was is he like hawaiian or something, something he's some, like that, yeah. some sort of yeah. pacific islander aapi yeah. <laughs> which was i mean that was pretty progressive for 1991 it, it like, was yeah it was but like it, it wasn't it wasn't a whole thing that rufio yeah. was it was just people fucking loved Ruf- white kids wanted to be rufio yeah. because he yeah. was cool he was the leader yeah. of the lost boys what is cooler than being the leader of the lost boys yeah, yeah. like amazing for, for like a 12 year old kid you could not have gotten cooler than rufio yeah, yeah. um and uh, yeah, and I remember the alligator scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman, crazy Dustin Hoffman role. Yeah, uh, I remember Shmi. Uh, that was we would always say Shmi instead of saying me. We'd yeah. say, like, "Who's is this?" It's Shmi. Like, yeah. like just. I remember the scene where they put one of the pirates in a like treasure chest and then drop scorpions, scorpions into it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it scared the shit out of me. But yeah. I've probably seen that movie like twenty times. Great. And that Robin was like Glenn Close. Role. Speaking of gender swap, that was Glenn Close who, who got put into the boo box. Wait, what? The actress Glenn Close, she played a pirate. Like she had like a beard and everything. Like that was she did? Yeah, that's her. The one who gets put in the box? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like a cameo? Yeah, yeah. There are oh a bunch my of there are quite a few cameos. I didn't know that. Yeah. And um I, so just... do you remember in the early in the movie where um Tinkerbell takes uh, a knocked out Peter Panning to Neverland at light at night and they're they're flying over London. Yeah, and there's some 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 fairy dust land comes off her and then there's it lands on, on a kissing couple on a bridge and they start to float very briefly. Do you remember that? Not really. Well, oh. that couple was played by George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. George, wait, George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Kind of weird, no? Yeah, it's a little weird, yeah. It's a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> You know, they, 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 I know Carrie Fisher did an uncredited rewrite on that movie, so she's friends with Spielberg and then Lucas. Oh, was that Spielberg? I, I kind of, yeah, Spielberg directed that. Okay, yeah. I like Hook, that, that's that's a fun like, movie. It's funny, like, it's the, the movie got panned when it came out. Peter panned, <laughs> and, uh, oh my god, I bet they had a field day with that one. And, <laughs> the, 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 the film critics just salivating to try throw pan into pan. I know Spielberg wasn't a fan of that either, he, he expressed, um. That he, like, he, he didn't like disavow the film but he said he was not he was pretty disappointed with it really? but I, I i liked it i always thought it was a pretty cool movie um, I, I love that movie that movie's yeah. so fun what like i don't know that's like a 11 year old kids like that that's the demographic yeah who's yeah. It? it's not for a 38 year old you know film times, critic in, you know. <laughs> in dc in seattle like yeah. I don't know. I was the food fight scene was always great. That was oh, yeah, one of my that. favorites. Yeah. yeah. John Williams. He, he You're packs. doing it, Peter. You're doing it. <laughs> I still say that line. Just like, <laughs> um, and then John Williams did an amazing score. That's one of my favorite. Williams John scores. Williams scored this movie. <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God. This was the, John Williams scored it. Spielberg directed it. Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman starred in it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Julia Roberts. Julia and... Roberts. 
I guess like co-star. Yeah, she started. She's Tinkerbell. And Phil Collins was in it too. He played. Phil Collins was in it. Yeah, he he played like, like a police inspector who shows up. Uh, really? When the kids are stolen or, or kidnapped. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, this movie ruled. I don't know what no. people are talking about. It's no. Jackasses. I'm gonna watch it again. I think <laughs> yeah. I, I think I had it on my list, but I don't know if I deleted it or what happened. No. I don't think I've seen it in a while. Um, but yeah, so I thought they were adding. This actually does make me a little. I thought they were adding Lost Boys to the Vampire Lost Boys. Oh, excuse me, girls. I thought they were adding girls oh. to the Vampire Lost Boys. Lot, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, thankfully, that I like, I like that movie. Wild. Oh, Lost Boys! The Lost Boys are great. Uh, they shot that movie in Santa Cruz, uh, yeah. where, where not too far from where I used to live. So that's cool. Right, Actually, right. It, 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 every so every summer, the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, um, they, they have movies on the beach, and so they they would they would have like a special like screening of mm. that movie where where actually, oh, they nice. actually shot the movie, and that'd be cool if they had like a sexy saxophone man come out and play. But um, sexy, yeah. that guy ruled the, yeah. the sax. Like, was, <laughs> yeah. was he? Yeah, he was playing the sax, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy ruled uh, the Santa Cruz. But you're from Santa Clara, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa Cruz is is a shore town, and it like it really was dangerous, right? Uh. I mean, it, not really. I mean, it, it's definitely like it got, got like a, a, a grungy hippie vibe oh, there. Okay. Um, I thought but... I looked it up and like that's why they said it there because it was like so violent. Mm. And like in the movie, they blame all the violence on the vampires, just yeah. like kind of terrorizing everyone. Yeah. But anyway, because they didn't call it Santa Cruz in the movie, right? It's no, it's, they, it's like it Santa it... Clarita or Santa something else. Yeah, yeah. But uh, right. yeah. Want to talk a little Tarantino? Yeah. So this is not something that happened recently, but I thought it was actually kind of cool. He was talking about how before he, you know, made a splash with Reservoir Dogs, he he tried to make a movie. So so I'll, I'll just read the quote here. One of the things I'm most proud about is that I didn't go to film school, but I did try to make a movie when I was 26. I thought mm. I was going to be the next Jim Jarmusch. Jim Jarmusch. 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 Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be this really cool independent movie. I would play the festivals and would be like this, you know, critical darling or something. Mm -hmm. However, the final footage of the film was less than impressive for Tarantino. He continued, but then finally we processed the footage and I looked at it and I realized that I didn't have what I thought I had. Mm -hmm. Not only was it not that good, it's not worth any more of my time. As you can imagine, naturally, I was a little depressed as Tarantino notes. Anyone in the right mind would be disappointed with putting in so much effort for such a little return, but any old person Tarantino was not. He went on. After that, I was like, okay, we'll just treat this like that was your film school. After spending three years on something and having it turn out to be a big, gigantic failure, most of the people I know that uh, uh, would have been that, they'd be like, oh, oh, okay, well, I guess this is just not for me, you know, and they'd get a job or something. Mm -hmm. um, the legendary director then explained his point and urged the mantra of essentially try and try again. And mm -hmm. this is the point I'm trying to get at. Maybe you try it. Maybe you're not right. Maybe it doesn't work. But that doesn't mean you're faulty. That just means that this idea wasn't so correct. Or maybe you didn't know what the fuck you were doing when you were doing it, but in doing it, you now know more. And I love that. I love the idea yeah. of, of, um, you know, like I, I it, it kind of reminds me of something that happened recently with uh, Elon Musk. You know, the SpaceX launch and it kind of blew up, and people and people on on Twitter were dunking on him about this. Like, oh, you're such so, such a brilliant guy, and here your your rocket blew up. And it's like, do you have any idea how much so made guts? a fucking rocket? <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like, but most people would quit. It's like, oh, I tried to start a business, but it failed in three months. So I just went yeah. back to my old job. It's like Elon Musk, 
hit a roadblock when he was trying to colonize Mars. Like that's, and, yeah. and you're laughing at him for, and also it's like, you know, the, the, the I, I, I truly think that the amount of failure you're willing to endure is commensurate with the amount of success you're, you're, you're likely to achieve. Because mm. I mean, it's like, um, and also with Elon Musk and, you know, just having like, you know, the ability to fail in front of an audience, like he, he, like everybody was watching, like he was, he was broadcasting that, um, Mm -hmm. you know, getting back to Tarantino's thing. It's like, yeah, your first draft of anything is going to (laughs) suck. Yeah. I would still love to see whatever he made. Like, I think uh, it's out. I think it's, it's, I think it's on YouTube. It's called my, my best friend's wedding. I think it's only like 40 minutes long. Yeah. Is it violent? No, it's just some weird, like romantic comedy drama. Really? yeah interesting well i figure like in film school i would think the like final project is to make a movie right yeah yeah and if and if you could do that without spending a hundred thousand dollars on film school yeah and like i I don't because i I think if you can avoid higher education then you should like if you could still but like a lot of people can't you know everyone's like oh bill gates you know didn't uh what's his name um who made apple Oh yeah, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, like they didn't graduate. Yeah, Yeah, well, because they were creating the a new world. Like, not everyone can do that. If you can, and I think Tarantino in the film world is more of that ilk. Like he's he's brilliant. He because he's, but he also has that passion. Like he wanted to. I don't. I don't say he wanted to change movies, but he wanted to make, like that was his life. Like he's wanted to make certain types of movies that he loved. Like every movie he makes was because of his like love for film history and westerns and uh history and um black exploitation movies and all yep. these different uh areas that uh, he's like i want to be a part of that like yes. i, I want to be like that's how kind of i feel about writing like i i, I want to create like a great dystopian series and that's what yep. i'm trying to do so right. I, I can be like even like a like a piece in the in the puzzle of like when people think of the dystopian pantheon, everyone thinks like 1984, Brave New World, um, you know, whatever, uh, Handmaid's Tale, like the list goes on. Like if, if I could just like someday be uh, inc- included, yeah. that would be like a goal of mine, right? Yeah. And, and other types of, of literature too, or, or fiction too. Um, and I like, yeah, we love Tarantino. He's the fucking man. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a great attitude. I do think a lot of people would just quit and stop. Yeah, because um, it's hard. Like art is, you have to live. Like yeah. you have to pay bills. You have to eat food and pay rent and shit. Like yeah. it's tough. And and movie like you know better than I do. Like it is so arduous. Like yeah. it is such a process. Um, even you said like making the Pat and Vinny's pilot, right? Like how much yeah. time did that take? How much like? Yeah, I mean that 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 was weeks and weeks. Um, and then, you know, lots of back and forth and, and like, you know, even what had a decent cut and it was like, you sent it to them, but they had some notes and then yeah. you know, tweaking more tweaking and, oh, can we go back? So it's like, you know, um, but you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that where it's like, if you truly care about something, you'll find a way to get it done. And also like just being able to not treat your failures as if they were failures and to, and, and to, and to treat us mm-hmm. like, okay, I tried and then it didn't work, but I'm, I learned from this. Um, I know you what made a not short to film do next too, time. right? Like you made Tar- a short film that maybe yeah. that's maybe your short film is Tarantino's, uh, this movie. Cause you right. said like, like, you said it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't stop me though. You know, no, so it should um, Yeah. Um, there's a, um, uh, uh, so I'll send this to you cause I think it would make a good 
topic mm-hmm. for an episode later on. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I've been playing around with, I, I've been exploring the idea of, of genius and like how to achieve genius level results, even if you yourself are not a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that has been a big influence on me is this art, is this essay that Eric Weinstein wrote, the brother of Brett okay. Weinstein. Yeah. He wrote an essay about his war on excellence. And he mm-hmm. outlines the two kind of, I guess, requirements for genius mm-hmm. level thinking. And and the, the article is geared more towards like science and, and technology and innovation, but I think it's equally applicable to, to arts. And I actually wrote down the I actually wrote down like on a chalkboard that I have here. Um, so it's, it's the farsightedness needed to deduce the existence of a higher peak and having the character and ability to survive the punishing journey to higher to higher ground. And I like that second part. It's like, you know, even if you have a great idea um, to realize that idea, you're going to fail. You're going to struggle. Mm-hmm. You're going to get rejected. You're going to have people telling you you can't do that because it's never been done before and it's crazy and you're stupid for chasing that idea. It's like you got to have the ability to like pick yourself up when people don't believe your idea and, and to soldier on. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah. Well, it's difficult for me because I am a genius. So like. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Yes. So, so I don't. I know this is know. second nature. to you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I take this for granted. <laughs> <laughs> You've never struggled, right? No. <laughs> It all comes so naturally. Yeah. But it's pretty quaint that us mere mortals have to struggle. Like, it's probably like, oh, that's nice. It's entertaining. No. <laughs> For those of us up here. Oh, man. But uh, if you are an artist and you want to make it as an artist, um, don't give up. That's right. No. Um, I don't think anyone's ever said that before. Don't give up. No, that's original. That's like actually, yeah, this. So my cat realized this sucks. He realized that he can drink out of my water glass. Uh-oh. So like every time I put my glass down, he drinks out of it. Like it's a portable <laughs> ice water. So I start drinking my water out of a thermos. And I have this, uh, uh, my, my fiance, this was uh, two Christmases ago. She made this one time we were walking next to each other. And I said, I don't know why I said not all who wander are lost. And I paused and I go, I said that. <laughs> and like, taking credit for the quote, and she made it into a thermos. Oh. Yeah. So it's funny when you're like, like I said that. Bless you. <laughs> so when you're like, no one's ever said that, I thought of this. <laughs> That's obviously oh, a man. famous Tolkien quote, by the way. Oh. Do you not know that? I'm pretty sure I, I I'm sure I've seen that. Oh yeah. Not not all who wander are lost. It's from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the G strings. Lord of the G strings. <laughs> yeah, you know Lord of the, the Ring. You're not Lord of the Rings fan. I am. I like. I like. I like Lord, of, like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we've talked. I like the yeah, movies. Like... Uh, I have. Yeah. I, I need to read the books. I, I really want to read the books. I, I've actually only read the Hobbit, but and, but I have not seen the Hobbit. But I've seen all the movies, but I haven't read those books. Yeah, and that stupid show. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm never gonna watch that stupid show. No, no, I'm not either. Didn't you? Didn't they have like? Oh wait, or is that Mandalorian? They had like. Lizzo and Jack Black, and it just yeah, that like, was Mandalorian. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen the Mandalorian. There's too much to me. Star Wars are movies. Like I love it, but I don't need all the extra. Yeah, there's only a handful of IPs, I guess, where I would watch like 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 Game of Thrones. I'll watch whatever. I'll read whatever because I just love yeah. it that much. But like most other stuff, I'm like I'm good with like canon or I'm good with certain things like star Wars. I don't need any of the shows, but I'll see every movie. Yeah, I saw like still shots of that. It looks like. An SNL skit. It's yeah. It looks a- super amateurish. It looks like a parody or something. It like looks this. like a parody. Yes, it looks like a funnier die skit or something from like yeah. 2006. Yeah, Jack Black and Lizzo in a Star Wars movie. We're just like, okay, yeah, this has to be a joke, right? Like, yeah, 
and it's true it doesn't mean they can't like this way they looked it looked like such a joke like who are you the honestly game of thrones get started getting a little into that which i didn't Mm. like they had like ed sheeran in an episode Mm -hmm. um they had mac who i love mac from always sunny is in an episode i don't think it's a line he just like gets hit with a spear in the face or something yeah but it started getting into like oh it's that guy and i don't like that yeah um ed sheeran was okay uh he sings of course um i see why they did it i liked the characters it was like they're a bunch of lannister soldiers and it's like they were actually really like absurdly nice yeah. in a world where everyone is so fucking shitty and i was like oh well they're lannisters but it's just the emblem on their chest like they're all people all the sides have good and bad or whatever but it, it started getting a little too much like oh look it's it's you right. ed sheeran <laughs> from the ed sheeran album who sings ed sheeran songs <laughs> yeah but anyway that's it where are you going why aren't you gonna why are you skipping Oh yeah, episode. yeah. Because I'm uh, I'm going to the Bay Area for a few days to visit the fa- the fam. More like um, a gay area. This <laughs> 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 isn't speaking. It's probably true. It's probably a high. It's because the high density of LGBTQ plus plus people in that area. And so yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to visit my gay family and. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I'm because because my sister's birthday is actually on Cinco de Mayo. Um, That's racist. I don't believe you. I'm not taking that bait. <laughs> I'm not taking that bait, Joe. <laughs> and then uh, and then we're going to Texas. I got a lot of fam. fam oh, in Texas. Texas. Yeah, I'm going to San, Anto- San Antonio for a few it's days. Pronounce San Antonio. Thank you. <laughs> um, That's cool. You go in the Riverwalk. Yeah, yeah. My parents really like San Antonio. You it's, know it's how cool I city. know that. Because they tell me all the time that I should go to San Antonio. You should go. Ben, you know what city you should you would really like? I go San Antonio. They go San Antonio. (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's it's a cool city, man. I've been there twice. I'm happy to go. It's I'm probably gonna go to Austin before then if I make it over there. I have some family in Austin. Um, What what who does it now nowadays? I know. Yeah, I was like, what what makes you think family? Yeah, Bridget Fennessy. She, she, I don't know if she saw that, that. She wrote an article about how she's moving from LA to Austin. She even said, "Like I'm like I'm being a basic bitch and moving to yeah, Austin." Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad for years and years it was move out of California, and she's like, "I can't." My husband's job licensing, and I think it got yeah. so bad. Yeah. Um. That. Yeah, she's finally moving. I mean, I do want to go to Austin. I've wanted to go for years. I yeah, do Austin. think it's going through a moment. It'll be one of those things where it's like, um, you know. San Francisco in the 60s and 70s. My dad still talks about it. Um, uh, it sucks because I could see you really liking San Francisco of like 15 years ago. Like I could see you really like me too. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go. Me Don't too. Go. I know. Well, now that they got the National Guard coming in. They do? Yeah. Oh, was that Newsom? I guess he's he's the only one with the authority to do that, right? I guess so, yeah. But yeah, they're they're, they're bringing in the national guard to take care of like the whole like open Dude, drug. I'm not gonna scene. say who. Like, I know progressive people, like liberal progressive people, who are like San Francisco is a shithole. Yeah, that's a yeah. terrible place. Yeah, which yeah. sucks because I do think it's a very unique, cool American city. I've never been yeah. there. Yeah. And my dad's always like, like, oh, it's my favorite city. I'm like, daddy, I've been there since 1978. Yeah. And yeah. He, I'm like, what part do you love? He's like, I love Sausalito. I'm like, that's not San Francisco. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But no, he, when you go he, across, it, it, it's super nice. Yeah. He likes that. No, he likes San Francisco too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will. I, it's one of the cities like I plan to go in my lifetime, but it's got to, it's got to figure it's it out. It's got to clean up. Got to figure it out. 
that figure. I'm not going to go until they clean up dramatically. Yeah. So same with Portland and Seattle. I always wanted to go, but no, no. not anytime soon. Like Seattle more to, so than Portland. Yeah, my parents went to Seattle a few, couple of years ago, and they they said they really liked it. But I don't, maybe they were staying in the nice parts, like post 2020, um, like post George Floyd. I'm not sure, actually. No, no. I, I don't. I, I think it was before. Then I so. think that was a difference. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was like one that like everywhere got hit hard with that shit. But Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, yeah. even Austin for a while, they cleaned it up. I've heard. Yeah, but yeah, yeah Austin is on the domestic, like domestic. I want to. I really want to do like the Rocky air. Like I've never been to like Montana, Great Plains, like Rocky Mountains, Denver, no. uh, Silver Lake. Silver Lake. <laughs> did you? Did we go to Silver Lake? No, we did not. So you have to come. You brought me to check. a lake. Uh, that was Echo Park. Oh, it's Echo Park. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, next time yeah. I'll be in LA again. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fun. It's yeah, fun. It's the greatest city on the in the world. Um, that is so nice. You don't. <laughs> you know, it's, well, uh, hold on. It's scared. Hold on. I want you look friend to friend. <laughs> this is this is a safe space. The yeah. Trust tree. Do you actually believe that? Yeah, I do. Actually, oh my god, yeah, I do. <laughs> and I know you do, and that's what scares me, Joe. You need to get. You know what? I'm glad you're going to San Antonio. You need to get the fuck out of California. You need yeah. to get out of California, man. Dude, you know what? I, I might have said this before, but my my roommate uh, who, who does sound for movies and TV shows, yeah. he he he's been to 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 Europe a few times, like to really cool parts of it. Like he's been to like Paris and and yeah. Portugal and 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 yeah. London, and he goes, yeah, like those are really cool cities and they're really fun. But I miss LA. Every time I'm there, I'm like, this is cool, but LA's better. All right. <laughs> Again, gets back to what I was saying earlier. It's great that people like different things. I yeah. want, here's what I want as many people to love LA as possible uh, so they get the yeah. fuck away from me. So yeah. they go to you because <laughs> look, I liked LA. I, I, I'll be honest with you. If I hated yeah. it, I did not yeah. hate it. I did not love it. I liked yeah. it a lot. I would yeah. like when we go back, I think like I, I like to go to like the whiskey. Yeah. Um, I love Sunset Boulevard's very cool. Yeah. You know, I love I love Venice Beach and yeah, yeah. Um, the canals. I think were great. Oh, Malibu, yeah. obviously, Malibu's like its own thing, but that was yeah. great. Um, yeah, I'd love to see more of LA, yeah. but I can't. I know you think it's the greatest city in the world, and that's what bothers me. You, you I don't care. In, <laughs> you haven't been to New York though, right? No, I have not. Yeah, is is it better? You think you like you like New York more than LA? I do. New York is more my style. New York's my, I don't, I don't Mr. Love, Park Avenue over here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, no, not park. I, I do love New York. I don't love New York. Excuse me. I, I really like it yeah. or I, it, I waver between, I can't stand it. And I really like it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, but if I had to pick New York, LA, I would pick New York. It, it is more my style. You know who, who's uh, K Clarity? She loves mm-hmm. LA, and and like I know that that she she hates a lot a lot of parts. And I'm not saying and like she, she's tweeted about this numerous times. Yeah. But um, she lives in a part of LA that's a little more um, inspired by by European culture. Like they're what they're, part? Um, it's it's uh, closer to Long Beach. Um, it's Palos oh. Verdes, I think. But, yeah, but she, she lives in, oh, in it's a like part southern of southern LA. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. it's it's closer to the beach, and it's more mm-hmm. green, and they're they're more sort of like you know like Italian and in Greek inspired art, inspired architecture. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a part of LA. I've never really been to. I've passed by it, mm-hmm. but it, but uh, um, but it's, yeah. I mean, you know, Kay Clarity. You know, she uh, she loves LA, and uh, yeah, I know, it's and, and surprising. Yeah, and she's like, and she's conservative, and I know, like, you're very religious. Stuff, and, yeah, and I think I do think that's great. Um, yeah. LA's cool, man. Like, yeah. I, I I appreciate Best. what it is. Yeah. Uh, 
I even liked Hollywood Boulevard was interesting. Like, yeah. I, I think it's cool for what it is. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's kind of filthy, but so is Times Square. Like, so is yeah. a yeah. lot of um, New York. Uh, I'm not a, like a New York defender. Now. Like, I shit on New York all the time. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. fiance and I, she, she is like one of those people who adores New York City. Yeah. And I'm like, how? Like, sometimes I'm like, how it is. But um, for me, big city, I, I mean, it's Paris, but that, that's what we're talking international. Paris is my favorite big city. Yeah. Uh, in the U.S., <laughs> nice. I mean, New Orleans is so much smaller, but I don't yeah. know. I really like Chicago. I know there's a lot of issues there, but I think it would be New York. We're talking like major, like major top five, like New York, L.A., Chicago, Houston, yeah. Miami. Like, yeah, probably still New York, man. That's just me. <laughs> Philly. <laughs> I like Philly, but no, it's New York. No. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm glad that you're comfortable with being wrong. Um, <laughs> All like right, that. dude. That's why everyone's getting the fuck out of California. I don't care. It's, it's <laughs> good. Get out. I know you love it. I love that you love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you'll come around. <laughs> no, I've I've got I've got enough brain damage. I think I. I <laughs> yeah, you have, you have Stockholm syndrome over there. <laughs> I know. I'm a hostage. I, 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 I tell everyone, like, I'm in a bad, abusive relationship with this city where it's like, it sucks and I hate it, but I love it. I can't get away from it. That, that is a, that's a, that's a lot of people. That's like, that's New Yorkers too, though. Like yeah. that is a lot of New Yorkers too. Yeah. Um, I think with New Yorkers though, they can, they can get away more and they can go to the Hamptons or they can yeah. go to New England or upstate like LA. Where do you guys go? The desert? Like it's all the fucking it's city. all LA. If, like, like, it's you, all you can drive, like two hours in any direction. You're still in fucking it's LA. just hotel California. You guys can't fucking leave there. And <laughs> it's, and it's like, it's just all LA all the time. I know it's great. I hate it. <laughs> you, you can go to like Barstow. <laughs> Good fucking go to, go to, Coachella. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, anyway, this is cool. This is good. This is an, ep an episode yeah. for sure. I'll and, have fun uh, in Texas. Thank you, man. Get a cowboy hat. Yeah. Still do that. All right. Stay All right. reckless, Benjamin. Fight the crits. Stay reckless. <laughs>